What is going on, you guys? It is another edition of the Marks Men Wrestling Podcast, and I am joined today by the whole crew themselves. We got the primetime analyst himself, the moderator, the man that has so much useless wrestling uh, encyclopedia knowledge that he has no idea what to do with it. It's Tommy, ladies and gentlemen. What's going on, ladies and gents, and NBs, you know, anybody, everybody. We're all inclusive here. And joining us again from last week, the man that never needs an introduction, but we're going to give him one anyways. He has given us the best content at Fire Pro Wrestling over at twitch.tv forward slash push dart media. It is our boy, C. What's everybody? What's up? How's it going? Greetings. Salutation. It's your boy, C. Ham. You already know you can't spell champion without it. Glad to be here. There There it is. And joining us. He finally was able to sail in from the cross of the seven seas himself. A little bit of pirate in there. So we call him A.O. It's your boy, Stampino. NFTs are the future. Let's Let's go. go. Let's get it. (laughs) And we are here for two reasons. One, the recap. The recap. The The recap. recap. Can we just call it the (laughs) recap now from, from henceforth? Yep, the recap from this past week of professional wrestling knowledge from Monday through now. And also... Tonight, it's War Games. War Games. War Games. <laughs> war Games. And we are going to be giving our prediction on the card tonight, being headlined like by it. the main event tonight, Team Black and Yellow versus Team 2.0. But we'll get to that in a little bit. Guys, it's the first time we got the whole squad here. How's everybody feeling? Oh, nice. Feeling nice. Got myself a little libation to get us through the podcast. Mm-hmm. So I'm uh for good. Little reindeer's milk. And I'm just gonna be carried by the pros. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't Fortnite now. You're not Pat G. Hi Pat G. How you doing? You out there? Carry me hard. <laughs> Anyways. All right, so we're going to go ahead and get into it. I want to take a real quick second to thank our sponsors, Raise Energy, which I have the delicious, if you can actually focus on a camera for some reason, always have technical difficulties with this. Anyways, it's the the Galaxy Burst flavor, just like drinking liquid Starburst in a can. I want to thank our good friends, uh, Raise Energy, for that. We want to thank our good friends, Player One Coffee. I had some coffee earlier today, man. I had that God's gift to gamers. Such a mm, chef's kiss flavor. Love it. See him over here with the sign of the day. Unfortunately, huh. I know our people won't be able to see it, but uh, it's pretty hilarious. My man's doing oh, it just it. for us. Well, see it. I'm talking about for the people that see the record, hear the recording later down the, in the week, man. I know they're not going to be able to physically see it. Free cocoa on the vibes. Through the free cocoa. The, free free cocoa, cocoa is all you need to know. Mm-hmm. Free cocoa. Free cocoa. And also as well, our sponsors and see hands creation as well. Champions must die. Athletic wear apparel and also for your home of podcasts as well hells yeah where 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 can we where can we catch this podcast and many others oh you can catch us live right now on apple mute on apple podcasts oh, I, know, I know what Tommy's Spotify. asking for and no, on top of that as hold well. on hold on danny hold on i i want i want to see him and answer this where oh, where can we means- where can we get this podcast and so many others pushstarmedianetwork.com pushstarmedianetwork.com you guessed it pushstarmedianetwork.com <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly because, where <laughs> because we all know you can't start anything without a push start that's right 
All right. All right. Let's get into it. Let's get Monday into Night the meat Raw, and guys. What did we think about Monday Night Raw before we get into the discussion? Uh, the same thing I'm I always think about Monday Night I Raw. did not watch Raw. I watched everything else. I did not watch <laughs> Raw. It, has it been that bad to you lately, Tommy, that you're just like, nah, I'm good? It's so for me, it's honestly been the last set of releases that really took me out of wanting to watch anything WWE related. Mm-hmm. Um, like it was already rough before, but the last set in particular really kind of just like, eh. yeah, it rubbed way. me the wrong way. Makes it rubbed sense. me the wrong way. I watched every other, every other um, wrestling program this week. I just didn't watch raw. See him raw. It's the same way that I always feel fatigued. I always feel like they're giving us too much of what we don't want and not enough of what we need. You mentioned fatigue. Are we talking like fatigue after having a buffet of tacos or running through a whole pack of a sleeve of cookies? <laughs> no, those are the, t- those are both fatigues that I would love to be a part of. This fatigue, <laughs> I'm as far away from it as I can possibly be. It's just it's just fatigued with seeing the same thing over and over again. That's what it is. Viewers fatigue. Uh, I would definitely say it's the same blase blase. Uh, I never really got into it. Um, it actually lost my focus probably about 15 minutes in. So I'm going to be honest, uh, I didn't really finish watching it. Okay. So to be, com- to be completely honest, like I feel like Monday Night Raw is only good or as good as it can be right now because of who the champion is, mm-hmm. because of somebody different. Don't get me wrong. I thought it was great when Lashley was champion. I thought it was great when McIntyre was champion because it was somebody different. Mm-hmm. And Big E, like we, I have not come across a single person in the world yet who has told me they don't like Big E Langston. I love Big E. Like, it does not exist. It does not exist. Mm-hmm. So my like, biggest, he's the saving grace. My thing is this, and I've said it, from when I first saw the New Day, I the breakout star of it. And he's now has his opportunity, and he's running with it as the WWE champion. And mm-hmm. I absolutely am all for it every time. I mean, the biggest thing I mean, that, do we... Uh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You got it. I was, was going to say, like, do we feel, like, as collectively, or if it's just maybe me, that with Big E being champ, that he just needs a really good heel to kind of make the storylines good? I don't feel like, personally, I'm connecting with a bad guy that, that is, is on his, his level, level to compete with him. That's because the raw roster is in shambles. The, mm-hmm. Like, like I, I truthfully can't even name a heel on Raw. There's not many. The only quote-unquote listed, and I used listed loosely, is Seth Rollins. But he's he's not even. I don't even consider him a heel. They consider him as a heel. I just consider him. A- pain show and i'm loving it the only time i'm invested in raw is if it has a segment with biggie and or seth rollins if it's not them i don't want to watch it I'm i might jump be jumping ahead, ahead but i mean again, again i'm, I'm sure, sure we're probably, probably gonna, gonna get to covering this but just again, again i feel personally that it's not against biggie but i believe that wwe may find a way to potentially switch the title off him but making him look strong especially what's going on with Seth Rollins currently right now agree or disagree do you mean kind of like the way that they uh, had him switch titles with like uh, Becky Lynch and Charlotte kind of thing where they just swapped kind of yeah 
I would be honestly, I would be for that, it, especially if. Well, it depends. Now, if we're just talking about strictly swapping titles, or are we talking about each champion go to different shows, like Roman come to Raw and and uh, Big E go to SmackDown? Give me that red universal title. Give me the red universal title back. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So here's my thing, and this is how I look at it as well. So you got, um, you got Biggie as your main champion, mm-hmm. and obviously they have the big focal point right now on Raw is Seth Rollins. You know, trying to go after Biggie for the title, yep. but then on top of that as well, you now throw in the mix of Kevin Owens, which now this perfectly ties right into it. So Raw opened up with Seth Rollins making it his proclamation that at day one he's going to face Biggie for the WWE uh, the championship. So throughout the show, you see Kevin Owens getting inside Seth Rollins' head, uh, his head, saying, "Oh well." Adam Pierce and Sony Deville said, if I win later tonight, I'm added to the match. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. The whole spiel. Yeah. It, it ends up happening where we saw in the main biggie take on Seth, uh, took on Kevin Owens. What happened? Kevin Owens played the part perfectly, got in Seth's head, got Seth to strike Kevin, which cost biggie the match due to outside interference and got him in the match. Mm-hmm. So now, in that situation now, who really is the heel? I am honestly, I'm leaning towards it's Kevin. Kevin. He's playing both. Absolutely, Kevin. He's playing them both like Sega Dreamcast. Yeah. And I mean, I don't, not to take anything from Kevin Owens when he's a heel or a face because he operates in both well, in my opinion, but I, he's so much more believable and I feel like he, he connects way better with the crowd as a heel. He would be the perfect top heel for the situation they have currently. And he's a believable uh, adversary to Big E. Like when you have a champion who is a sizable human being like Big E is and like just a freak of nature athlete, you have to have a formidable opponent that's going to be believable if you want the fans to be invested in the fact that he might beat them. Absolutely, absolutely. That's just a classic trope throughout all of wrestling. You know, you you need to have that strong, uh, almost unovercomable heel yeah. to make your face champion look strong. That's yeah. why most people enjoy watching the baby face on the hunt. You know? Yes. That's, that's why Roman is doing so well on SmackDown because everybody is hunting after Roman. Roman is the best he has ever been his entire WWE run. This is the best he has ever been in this heel role. Yeah. And it's not even close. Not even close. And now this is also, you know, with that as well. That's why me personally, I'm more gravitated towards SmackDown because mm-hmm. who is going to be the one to dethrone Roman Reigns? That's that's the big thing. If you, somebody beats Big E, okay, cool. If you beat Big E. Big E's only had the title for quote unquote cup of coffee here. Roman has been your champion damn near almost two years since coming back. So that's the bigger and more legitimate story for me. I, I agree with you, but I also would like to play devil's advocate. By all means, go ahead. How much longer can this, I am the tribal chief, head of the yard, biggest, most baddest guy going to gonna last? Like, I mean, how, how many more people is there for him to beat, to conquer, to get acknowledged by? Like, he's had everyone acknowledge him at this point. So, like, what's left? Like, where's the interest? That's Nick Khan. 
Ask Nick Khan. Let's see who else he's going to release. Then I'll give you that answer. <laughs> I'm about to say, I mean, <laughs> what his next program is, I would assume that's going to be even near his level would be Drew McIntyre, right? I mean, yeah, I would, and I, I think they're building so. him into the title hunt, uh, like slowly but surely. So we got to endure him, you know, beating a bunch of mid tier to lower tier stars until he gets to hey, Drew McIntyre. Hey. Hey, hey, King Woods is in that list, all I'm, right? King I'm just, Woods. I'm just saying. Is the oh, man. Hey, there's, there's nothing to, there, it's not me personally. It's not my personal feelings about it because you know how I feel about anybody in the New Day stable. But mm-hmm. from the regard of superstardom standpoint and putting butts in the seats, those guys aren't considered top level talent. Oh, for sure. They are not box office, for sure. But I, well, okay, I'm, so I'm here about, for the match. What about Brock, then? Brock? Yeah. I mean,. <laughs> do you really want it's, me to talk about it's this? inevitable because uh you know this is how i feel about brock lesnar this is how i feel about any wrestler of his ilk and what i mean is like those wrestlers that aren't currently wrestling every week and just come back when they need a big pop i don't feel the need for that anymore in today's society of wrestling we don't need john cena anymore to come back we don't need rome we don't need uh, the rock to come back anymore and we do not need brock lesnar to come back anymore because all that, the only result of Brock Lesnar returning is Suplex City. And I'm sorry, I don't need to see Suplex City anymore. I've seen a we thousand Suplex John- Cities. I will say, though, I will say, though, this is the best Brock Lesnar has been since he was Money in the Bank uh, holder. Exactly. Like <laughs> Brock in the Bank, Monster in the Bank, whatever you want to call it, the Brock party yeah. was was like that Brock Lesnar back in like 03, 04 when he was in the feud with Eddie Guerrero and there was the the Fiesta. The Mariachi Mar- That was that was my favorite version of Brock. I love that version of Brock and Brock Party reminded me of that. This is what makes oh. me nervous about that though. Okay. There's, there's a key piece that's still involved that can make Brock go back to same old, same Brock. Paul Heyman, Heyman is in the mix. Yep. So yep. as soon as Paul Heyman goes back to his side, same old same Brock is going to return. That's that's my argument. It's not like you're going to continue to push that Brock that we've been seeing. It's going to go back to more of the same. For sure. For sure. I mean, uh, I don't know. I, I think, uh, yeah, again, in a way, it, it is kind of the same Brock, but let's all be honest. You guys, you guys are all reminiscing about the time Rock was at his prime there, the kind of one that we actually enjoyed, right? Yeah. So I do believe that they're probably trying, trying to capture some of that magic of his babyface kind of run mm-hmm. in that time. And I mean, come on, Saskatchewan Rock, come on. Yeah, but as soon as you put Heyman with him, it's like he's he's no longer <laughs> representing himself. Heyman's now going to represent him, and that's the problem. When Brock's not representing himself, he doesn't have all that character and personality that he does because Heyman is pretty much speaking for him. Yeah, Brock, yeah Brock doesn't have to. Brock is just Brock is just this beastly show up and you destroy know, God weapon. Yeah, you know he doesn't need to speak. He doesn't need to speak. He's the result. But he's so Heyman fun is, when he Heyman speaks. is the action. Brock is the result. He's so fun when he speaks, though. We need more of that. It is. Me, it is. me so Brock. Fun. Me built big. It's so God fun. made me tough for God to give me brain. Hey, hey Brock, Brock and Sammy segment was oh, fantastic. Let's, Let's come on, guys. guys. We'll get to we'll, gonna, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. In a little, I mean, Sammy Zane can do minimal show. wrong though. We're jumping ahead of ourselves <laughs> way too much on that one. But. 
Oh my goodness. I will say that was by far probably one of my favorite segments on SmackDown <laughs> lately. But cycling back to Monday Night Raw, Liv Morgan, Becky Lynch mm-hmm. is set for this Monday night for the Raw Women's Championship, the contract signing segment with them. We got to see a different side of Liv Morgan, a side that they're actually pushing with her with that powerful promo, promo that she cut. I love it. My thing is this now, do you strike while the iron is hot with her now? Mm-mm. Or are you literally going to say, hey, this was just for a time being. We'll send you on your way. We'll probably bring you back in about, you know, six to nine months, you know, pending business days, you know, with the uh, the whole the spiel like that. Honestly, that was a great that was probably the thing that right now wants me to have Liv Morgan defeat Becky, even if it's just like for a quick title change. And she gets it back at day one. Mm-hmm. Like I so, would. So I'm going to say this. I'm not a fan of my, my reality mixing with my promos. Um, I'm, I wasn't a big fan of Liv mentioning that, you know, all her friends got released and whatever, whatever. However, I will sit there and say that that is the most passionate promo I've heard in a long, long time Mm -hmm. that won me over as far as her character wise and believing, like actually believing that she's a world title contender. I want to see her win the belt because it's been this constant uh, start, stop push with her since, what 2019 elimination chamber yep so i want to see them finally pull the trigger on her i also think it'll be good to cool becky off a little bit with the belt being the fact that all the controversy with bianca and now she can get back into a program fully with bianca leading up to say royal rumble you know have becky win the royal rumble again have her win the royal rumble again have Bianca take the belt from from Liv. Have them get a rematch at WrestleMania, and Bianca goes over. Uh, so, as I was saying, I definitely am looking forward to seeing Liv Morgan versus Becky Lynch now, and I want Liv Morgan to win. I feel like it'll be good not only for her, but it'll also be good for Becky. It'll be good for the Raw Women's Division. Uh, it'll be good for the Raw Women's Title at this point because once again, it'll be somebody new. It's not a Charlotte. It's not a Becky. It's not a Sasha. It's new blood on the belt, you know, and they had something good with Bianca, but WWE went into instant panic mode whenever a new star or whenever a star is coming back. And Hey, we got to slingshot them right there. Well, I mean, when you talk talk about about something new, fresh, obviously obviously I'm in agreement with that, but does WWE see that possible way that, Hey, if we just toss the title on to Liv Morgan, how is that going to affect obviously the ratings with USA um, again competition with Fox with Friday Night Smackdown Uh, I believe the fans would love it absolutely but I think what comes down to it is the long term longevity of can Liv Morgan sustain a sustained championship run or is this going to be like a flash in the pan? And then they're going to be like, hey, we need Becky Lynch. Again. Absolutely. Or some, Absolutely. I'm, or I'm not saying end. that they're going to give her a sustained <laughs> run. I'm just saying, you know. Now, me playing. She, go ahead. Oh, good. 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 Me playing devil's advocate when it comes to that. Um, yes, I think it would be cool to see someone new with the belt. However, 
Um, in my opinion, the belts have been losing their prestige for a while. And the main result of that is the constant flipping and switching and changing of titles. So my problem with Liv winning the belt, my only problem with Liv winning the belt is if they have a scenario like that when they're not 100% backing her and then they're going to have to flip-flop and make the fans essentially invest into another champion. And that's what I don't want because the division itself is already not in the best standing. And I think what they need to be focusing on is gauging the interest of the fans and making them care about the belt again. Because I feel like with all the flip-flopping around that's been done lately, we're starting to not care as much about the women's title as we were. And that's important. I mean, again, tying back to what you said, I agree. Flipping titles to tie back to that is is losing the credibility of these champions so even though that may be, say, this uh, in- incarnation of, of Becky Lynch that we're getting right now as champion mm-hmm. may not necessarily be like top ratings draw, but it is inter- uh, interesting, I would say, for storyline purposes, uh, this whole... Liv Morgan, Becky Lynch, I think it's going to be good mm-hmm. for TV and programming, but I don't believe that they're going to put the belt on Liv Morgan just because the fans are clamoring, hey, we want Liv. Two, now my turn to play devil's advocate. They did the exact same thing with Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. They did the exact same thing with Becky Lynch. But here's the difference. Becky Lynch is already a star and Liv Morgan isn't. And why did they do that then? Becky Lynch wasn't a star when it happened to her, though. Which time are you talking Nia about? Nia Jax broke her face. Oh, Nia that, Jax broke her face. But that's, that's, that's a once-in-a-lifetime scenario, though. That, that, ma- that moment made her a star. So if you put somebody else in that same light and give them that same broken nose, it might have the same rippling effect. So we just gotta so, have Becky Lynch so, break Liv Morgan's nose and no 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 no. no 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 we that. just gotta get Tamina to come in super kick she's unsafe too so like <laughs> very no, that's how you do it that's how you do it don't put that hand up on <laughs> the table take it sixty days she'll be future endeavored ooh not the not 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 the not the fe gave her the old john laryngitis <laughs> hey kid we'll see you later <laughs> good luck oh uh, well boss uh, you know uh, these, got any uh, more garbage bags back there are, uh, really clamoring that we, uh, we need a new champion and, uh, we god i hate kevin popular. dunn i hate kevin dunn so much i hate kevin dunn and his stupid teeth <laughs> kevin dunn and his stupid why did beaver it, teeth why did it have to be his teeth <laughs> Have you seen Kevin Dunn? Yes, yes. He looks like a human beaver. He looks, <laughs> he looks like Norman Daggett. He looks like Norman Daggett had an incestuous relationship, and that's the love child. It's just Kevin Dunn. Tommy knows. And that, so just like that, is how I never got find a job nearest, in WWE. Find the nearest door and exit. Hmm. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Kidding. Man. All right. You got a valid point though. Ryan, come back for night done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Wait, we got raw. Yeah, we got raw out of the way. Oh, Let's man. get into NXT. It was the go home show for war games. Three. 
No, four things from this week's NXT that... Gentlemen. Go ahead. I think what we, we missed the most, I, and, I, and I, then, then we'll, we'll go, go right, right back, back into NXT. <sighs> Can we talk real quick, though, about, about the Miz's return? return? Just real quick, even, even if it's like a brief moment to get everyone's opinions on Miz's return. Because I feel like it was... my opinion? I feel like that has to be talked about. You want my opinion? Here's my opinion. It happened. <laughs> okay, okay, fair. Now, granted, I enjoy The Miz. It took me a long time to enjoy The Miz, just like it took me a long time to enjoy Randy Orton. But the 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 situation was not great. Um, I don't think Edge and The Miz need to face off. I don't know who that's for. I don't know who that's for at all. Yeah, it doesn't the, help Miz. It doesn't help Edge. Where does that go afterwards? Exactly. Exactly. Like Edge and Orton, I understood. Rollins and Edge, I understood because it was a way to get Rollins back into the main event scene. Miz and Edge, are they about to put, why? Are they about to put the belt on? This is being enforced. Yeah. <clears throat> Miz versus Biggie. Is that where we're going? Is that um, where we're going? Miz I versus Biggie. I hope not. The down promos the line, would be great. Down the line, yes, for the promo battles, but as for like an actual match. I don't want it, but to cap off what Ryan said, yes, segueing back in NXT, why did Miz return and go after Edge? Obviously, the biggest news coming out of this week is that Beth Phoenix is done with NXT after tonight. Yep. This will be her last appearance at NXT forever it's moving forward. Is poop. So we know that they're potentially going to be setting up a mixed tag team match, potentially at day one. For the Miz and Maurice versus Edge and Beth Phoenix. Go ahead, Tommy. So, since you did break that news about Beth Phoenix, uh, earlier today, Tommaso Ciampa, current NXT champion, uh, made a post on Twitter saying to Johnny Gargano, whose contract is up because because his original uh, contract ended on January 3rd. He signed an extension to perform tonight and has not signed a new deal at this, at the time that I'm saying this lovely has not signed a new deal. He has sat there and said that if this is the last time we spend time in the ring together, thank you. That sounds kind of finite, finite to me. He's gone. Um, That sounds like Gargano might be on his way out. And you got to imagine Candice pregnant and all will be uh, following not shortly behind when her contract is up. Mm -hmm. Also as well, even to add on to that, another contract, Kyle (laughs) O'Reilly. Get the sign. Get the sign. Get the sign. Let's do it. Free Coco. Free Coco. Free Coco. Kyle O'Reilly. The first of those KOs. And Von Wagner are taking on Imperium tonight. And Kyle O'Reilly has not They're gonna get washed. resigned as well. Let's be honest. They, they're not meshing good together. Let's they're going to get washed. I, I, don't, I don't like Von Wagner. And I think it's because he came out of nowhere and immediately got put into the NXT title match. Yeah. And then he randomly showed up on SmackDown a few weeks ago. I don't know anything about this kid. I don't bro, bro. like him. Von Wagner, like Von Von Wagner looked, looked like, like a, a discount Paul Burchill on SmackDown. Dude. I know the short haircut and everything just standing there. I'm I'm right with you though, Tommy. It's like I want I want to be invested in my wrestlers, especially if they're gonna get a title shot. 
Like don't on the first on their first appearance. Don't just be like you get some thrown into a four way for the heavyweight title. Like yeah, what? Like what? Come on, man. Where I'm was the lead up? Like if they, if they had given any lead up to this character at any point in time where before were the then, I might have cared. Where were the I might have cared like man. like they did with uh, the Uso brother. Yeah. Um, like if they would have thrown him so in there after you know those promos, I would have understood. Mm-mm. I just they I, were just like, hey, by the way, here's a fourth guy. <laughs> Get behind so, him because well, we said so. saying that, I guess uh, Wagner was being looked at by Vince and some of the uh, probably more nice as a uh, like like an edge like or edge two point Seriously, this is what I heard. Oh, that he has the potential of edge, and I didn't personally see it. You guys at all? No, no. Johnny the Ace needs, no. needs to be quiet. No. I didn't see none no. of that. No, that's gonna be a no from me, dog. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see any of that. Maybe like, sort. maybe like corner, but not edge. Really <laughs> rounded corner. I don't know. <laughs> All these circles make a square. No, his name is Ledge. He's more like Ledge. Ledge. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, nobody push him. Quick, nobody push him. <laughs> yeah, man, I wasn't okay. told. I was not so, told. So <laughs> this past NXT. We saw three matches that had implications for tonight's takeover. Yep. Uh, we had the women's ladder match for the advantage. We saw Dakota Kai versus Kaylee Ray, where Kaylee Ray stand tall for Team Raquel. So, look, going into that match tonight, I don't really see Kaylee Ray being a quote unquote team player for Raquel. I think she's got a. Obviously, she's gonna want to go after Mandy Rose. You think she has but, her own agenda? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I, I I I see I see that I see that that stare in her eye. I, she she's definitely got the the knives ready to go in people's backs real quick. Mm, I could see that. I could totally see that. And Dakota Kai, I just loved everything she's been doing since she's returned. Oh, dude, I love the new tell, look. Dude, I love the way she's been more love aggressive. Me, Dakota Kai. I I just love oh. everything about the return from her injury. So Team Raquel is Raquel Gonzalez, the former NXT Women's Champion, mm-hmm. uh, Io Shirai, former NXT Women's Champion, Cora Jade, uh, and Kaylee Ray uh, versus Dakota Kai, uh, the current NXT Women's Champions, and I say that plural because there are three of them and three women's championships, uh, Toxic Attraction of the NXT Women's Champion Mandy Rose and the Tag Team Champions in Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. GG's, baby. <laughs> GG's, GG's all the way. I love, I love, I love me some uh, some Priscilla Kelly. I think she's fantastic. Getting to work with her was fantastic. Um, I she deserves everything. And honestly, the way that they have repackaged uh, Mandy Rose has been fantastic. Genius. I think best she is the best ever. Genius. She is the best she has ever been since uh, the team with Sonya Deville. Agreed. A thousand yeah. percent agreed. Ever since we got introduced to her back with Absolution, now having her be back in NXT, the revamp for her, beautiful, perfect, love it. It makes sense. And she's running with it. And this is what it needed to be for her. This is more organic for her than I fell for her main roster run. I agree. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so we talked about the tag team match, uh, the tag team title match. Yeah. Uh, 
We have touched upon the women's war games match. Next mm-hmm. up, uh, hair versus hair. Cameron Grimes versus Duke Hudson. Who cares? Hey, Cameron Grimes, baby, turn him out. Who cares? That's what I want to know. <laughs> now, I, really? I, I am a Cameron Grimes, uh, Cameron Grimes fan. I don't care for Duke Hudson. It's another one of those where the hell did this guy come from the, the situation. Name, I have no interest. Duke? Honestly, it kind of, I kind of like it. What? Yeah. It fits fits him. It fits the way he looks, unlike Von Wagner. But, but like, like, see him and I were talking about where did he come from? Mm -hmm. Why, why should I care? Exactly. What am I invested in? Especially when, especially when you have him, (laughs) especially when you have him going up against a fan favorite like Cameron Grimes. It's like, Mm -hmm. What is there for us to care about with this no name? Like you cut his hair. Congratulations. That's he still awesome. has a lot of hair. Yeah, like awesome. Who, who's going to care after either of these men's hair is cut? Like, like, exactly, uh, like I think by having Hudson win puts, puts the heat on Hudson. Isn't, isn't that, that what they're, they're trying, trying to get? get? Make, Make him that, that kind of person that you despise. despise. Okay, here's the here's a better way. Cameron Grimes can get over regardless whether he has has hair or not. Let's be honest. Here's a better way to do that. Bring the man in organically in a few matches like weeks and weeks prior to make us hate him instead of just like, hey, cut Cameron Grimes hair so we can hate you. It's like instant gratification or are we going to work towards it? With Tony D'Angelo. Yes! Mm-hmm. And it was a prime example, like the the promos leading up to him. Yeah, it's got to be a and, and push. what he's done, or like like with the person in our next match for the cruiserweight championship. Roderick Strong is defending against Joe Gacy. Look at what they've done with Joe Gacy mm-hmm. since he's come to NXT 2.0. Very interesting character, Joe Gacy, and look who he has in his corner. Harlan. Parker, I'm sorry, Harlan. Formerly known as Parker Bardo, who has a lot of love on him from Paul Heyman, mm-hmm. who actually sees something in him. He compared him to Brock Lesnar. I feel like that's more than just sees something in him. He compared him to Brock Lesnar, probably the greatest, the greatest athlete of our generation mm-hmm. in WWE history. Like so, pure athlete. I, I actually am a real big fan of Gacy. Mm-hmm. However, when it comes to this match right now, I don't feel that I connect with it well. Especially, I believe he was quoted saying in his promo that he was um, that the cruiserweight title was not inclusive enough, and he's that he's kind of blurring this line between his his persona. And then kind of mixing in, which I understand, but I just don't feel like we, we all know that the cruiserweight title is for cruiserweights, right? I mean, we I, I would assume we're all in agreement with that. So, absolutely, with him kind of like in this position, I don't feel that this match really matters personally. So, I will disagree with that, and I'll tell you why. Okay, I think that historically. Historically speaking, Vince McMahon hates cruiserweights. Mm-hmm. Yep. He got Just rid of the WWF light heavyweight championship. Yep. He got rid of the cruiserweight championship. Ah. And now 
this is his way to get rid of the cruiserweight no, champion. Don't, say that, don't do that. Don't, don't do, do that. that. Why you got to have something. Why do you, you think 205 Live got relegated to NXT and not the main roster? When when the cruiserweight classic happened, they had announced that the cruiserweight title would be defended on Raw in its own special segment. They did not like that so much to the point they moved them to their own show, 205 Live, and then had that go on to NXT to where we now have the NXT Cruiserweight Championship being defended at NXT UK with Joe Gacy. Granted, Joe Gacy has lost a ton of weight, but he is not at the 205 level. Now, the old Cruiserweight title rules were 220. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, as I said, with Vince McMahon taking control of NXT the way he has, this is absolutely his way of getting rid of the Cruiserweight title and just leaving the heavyweight and the North American title and possibly bringing in a different tertiary title and, and just European getting rid of title. the Cruiserweights. He's going to bring the European title back. Oh, I would love that. I would love oh, that. Walter, man. Walter, Walter mm-hmm. for European mm-hmm. champion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or send Cesaro down to NXT. Yes. Oh, okay. For that. Please, yes. Right now. Okay. Right. <laughs> yes. I watched Christian's O face just now. Yes. Look, we've yes. said it before. <laughs> if they're not bringing Walter over to the States, send Cesaro down to NXT and give him Imperium or bring them up. <laughs> Either yes. or. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, but look, look at him. Like, like the, the dude, dude is in probably his best shape Claudio right now. Does no wrong. And I'm believing it's, it's my, just, just my belief. belief. I'm, I'm not, not hearing, hearing anything on her sheets or anything. I personally believe he's getting in shape because he's getting out of here for TV, especially main roster. Having that look is important. And I believe that he will make his main roster here in the States when not sure. But it's gonna the problem happen. is the problem with that too is a prime example of that is, and I, I do agree with you as far as getting in shape goes, a prime example of that look being important is the recently released Keith Lee. Yep. There was nothing wrong with Keith Lee. No. But they immediately not. they immediately put him in a singlet top. They immediately tried to change everything about him. And now, what, six, five, six months later? See ya. He's gone. Yeah. Well, well, just, just like, like CM Sen, we, we can kind of semi tie that to the flipping the champion, champion and being invested. invested. You, were you were flipping Keith Lee so many times. times. Yeah, you're trying. That you really truly really grab onto him and enjoy who he was or what he actually has to offer mm-hmm. for professional wrestling or sports entertainment. His best time on a main roster is when he was still in NXT and they had him a part of Survivor Series. Yep. Yes. Shining. Uh, Diamond uh, that got let go. Mm-hmm. Pain. Uh, so yeah. Speaking of Diamond Mine, like I said, uh, Roger Strong, Joe Gacy, uh, and then the the what I assume will be the main event: uh, NXT Black and Gold versus NXT 2.0. Uh, for NXT 2.0, bring back Black and Gold. We've got we've got uh, Braun Breaker, Carmelo Hayes, the North American Champion, uh, Grayson Weller, Waller, sorry, and uh, Tony D'Angelo. Taking on Team NXT Black and Gold in the NXT Champion Tommaso Ciampa, former NXT Triple Crown Champion Johnny Gargano, uh, Pete Dunne, and LA Knight. Which LA Knight is on that borderline for me. What a, uh, what a terrible between name. between Black and Gold and and Two Point um, I've never been an Eli Drake fan. I became less of a fan of him in NXT as LA Knight. 
Yeah, what is what a terrible name in gimmick. <laughs> like oh, <okay. laughs> he, number one, his entire promo style is the rock. Yep. He's not the rock. He doesn't have the charisma to be the rock. He's, he has he's charisma. Great, he's great value rock. <laughs> great value rock, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> in the chat, in the chat, we have somebody saying, I hate that man. It's <laughs> Eli Drake, dummy. Like it's come on, yeah, dummy. dummy. Yeah. Like it's it's it worked on smaller television. It works for the indies. His entire character is an indie character, which is yeah. something they were trying to get away from with 2.0. I I just don't like him. I just don't like him. And I think he's gonna be the first one eliminated. Well, no, it's first pitfall, first pitfall submission, it's done. Uh, what happened to elimination? What? War games has never been elimination. Everybody, everybody has to be involved before yeah. pinfalls and eliminate. Time, time frames, yes. yes. They're intervals, yes, for them to enter Hold the match. On. Hold on, because I thought it was I'm elimination. Gonna say, I'm going to segue into this. Every NXT War Games match started with the respective teams in shark cages. Every interval, another member or team was released. Until mm-hmm. the last team entered, then the match can be won by pinfall or submission. So, so it's only I one think, one fall. Yep, one fall, oh, one finish. You know what? So, you are absolutely right. So Look at that! Everybody, think, everybody gets one. Mm-hmm. Get Brown Break out of here. He's a scrub. <laughs> Gargano will start the match, or if they want to tie into him being done after this you have that slimy attack tony d'angelo have somebody break his kneecaps real quick gargano comes in at the end of the show save still it beat beat up after everything tries to fend everything off and is the one to take the fall to write him off to be done with it the all heart no soul rebel heart dies tonight here's here's my problem with that go ahead uh, this is Vince McMahon run NXT now and not Triple H run NXT. So the likelihood of that result is it run or overseas? Do we know the exact on that? It's, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. If Vince McMahon is involved, he's the end all beat all. Doesn't matter if it's overseen or written or wrote in or sitting to the left. If Vince McMahon's in the presence, <laughs> he's the end all beat all. And I don't, I don't foresee fan service in a Vince McMahon run NXT. Especially yeah, for a human not. being like Johnny Gargano. That's just my opinion. I mean, it's very, very good point. Um, yeah, that's my next release. Who, Gargano? No, I mean, uh, LA Knight. Or, oh, oh, LA, LA Knight. Or yeah. as Kyle yeah. O'Reilly would say, see LA Knight. Knight. He's not getting released, homie. Let's, let's hope they don't, I, I let's like hope they don't release Kyle O'Reilly. You want to you make a bet on that, Ryan? Oh, oh, oh. oh, we heard. We heard. Yes. 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 Absolutely. Five months. What, what, what are we betting? What are January, we betting? February, April, May, June. By June. By June. He's gone. By June. You, LA you totally is gone. Let, hold up. You, you totally, totally left, left out March. March. Did I? January, February, January, March, February, April. April May. Yep. May, I did. I did. I did. So by May, He's LA Knight is gone. I agree with you. Okay. So. Oh. Okay. All right. So. What are we betting here? Because I feel that he's not getting released in five months. So if he stays longer than five months, 
Uh, if he makes it past May, you win the bet. He doesn't fit in NXT. So what am I winning? He doesn't fit in NXT. We'll figure figure out the details. We'll we'll figure out the details. Okay. (laughs) But you all heard it. You all heard it here. Tommy himself himself has challenged Ryan to a bet that LA Knight will be gone from WWE NXT 2.0 and the company by May. Mm -hmm. And that's when you're going to have to come on screen. Tommy, you're say, I am a, a dummy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's where the I love it. At the I love time. it. Yeah, okay. that's fair. There we go. Bet. That's fair. You bet. have to do that. That's a fair bet. bet. Oh my goodness, go. that's great. But if I win, oh, and this podcast Look at is eyes. still going on, okay. let's go. You do an episode in a maid outfit. Oh, yes, yes. Okay, deal. Spicy. Oh, we got it. We got that. Deal. Yes. Virtual handshakes. Virtual handshakes. There we go. Danny and I have, oh. have been witnesses to this. And the fellow Marks great. and Markets who have been watching this. This is great. Have been there as well. And guys, we're going to go ahead and take our first commercial break here. So if everybody loves their energy drinks, I know I do. So, hey, let's go hey and say hello to our good friends over at Ray's Energy. What's up, Ray's family? Hey, it's the holiday season, and we are celebrating Christmas in a huge way here at Ray's Energy. In fact, we're going to take it to a whole new level and call it Raismas. So we're going to do 25 days of Raismas where we're going to be re-releasing some of our favorite products that you guys selected that have been discontinued. So you guessed it, some of the discontinued Ray's flavors, some new products that are going to be dropping, as well as crazy deals that we're only going to do once this whole year. So look forward to 25 days of Raismas. We'll see you soon. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, those were our good friends over at Ray's Energy. I have been sipping on the delicious Galaxy Burst flavor here tonight. And if you guys want to get in on the new flavors that are coming out for the 25 Days of Christmas special that they got going on, head on over to repsports.com. That's www.reppsports.com and get yourself some delicious Ray's Energy. Also using promo code JUMPBOOST. To save yourself 15% off your total purchase. So, guys, now we move on. We're going into Wednesday night. You know what that means. It's Dynamite night. Mm. So, Mm. this past week on Dynamite, we saw in the main event an Atlanta street fight between (laughs) the American Nightmare Cody and Andrade El Idolo. Which, can we take a second and just, I'm going to address this. The rumors have speculated and have been confirmed that Charlotte has broken up with Andrade. Reasons are unbeknownst. Oh, God. But my man's been going going through it. Yo, I love everything about Andrade. I'm glad for Andrade. You're saying there's a chance. (laughs) You're saying there's a chance. Tommy, for you, yes, there is a chance. I love that man, Andrade. He's great. He is. (laughs) He absolutely is great. More time to focus. Can we just I don't talk be- about? I don't believe it. Says somebody in the chat. I mean, well, it's a- it's accurate. There, it's been posted. I mean, is it they- is it is it a work? No, no. It's it's a hundred percent. Both social, social media, media pages cleaned out of everything. Wow, wow, that's crazy. That's pretty. That's pretty quick. So then, on top of that as well, another thing as well, going into it as well. Uh, before we have to take another commercial break here from the interruptions that I see. Um, 
Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson, however you look at him. Daniel took, Bryan Danielson. Go. Yep. Took on Allen Five Angels. Was victorious. Still setting up the feud for Beat Winter's coming with uh, Hangman Adam Page. This week he's going to be taking on Hungy John Silver's beat down from the great state of New York. Yo, real quick, did, did we, we just do our, our boy on Friday like that? Just, just literally didn't talk about, about his match? match. I know we just Come slid on. through. Well, we're we're, we're we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. Oh, Don't jump okay, the gun here. He went. He went main event. And then, by the way, they broke up. <laughs> okay, look, if you want to go ahead, go backwards on this, by all means, we can. You want to talk about it? Okay. You started off. You started off with the main. Okay, look, okay, look. Here, I, I right? just want to know. I just want to know what Cody did to deserve to Bro. take the bump backwards like that with the sunburnt back. <laughs> how do you miss? Like how? I mean, he, it's not miss. It's his just, back. It's just his a, boots. Dude, we're on fire, singed. dude. When you see your when you see your opponent that's pinned, gnarly. When you see your opponent that's pinned, patting fire on you, like that's not good. <laughs> like Andrade, shout out to Andrade for like being a good submitter. Like, nah, you're not gonna burn on me. Like, here you go, let me pat that out. But this is what this, this, this is what I'm saying. Like, he didn't have to take that bump. He could have done 70 other maneuvers that wouldn't require his back to just be singed to death. Like, uh, you, you could have done. He had something packs. to prove. He had something to prove to the fans. His back was you're all boo and he's still not over with them. them. No, you're, you're you're not going to boo a man on fire. They did. I will boo a man. They did. I boo that freaking idiot. Uh, what's his name? Who does all the juggling? I was like, go shit. heal. I boo that guy every day. I see his fucking go video. Heal. Go heal, you idiot. Hey, no swearing. <laughs> Sorry, no you gotta swearing. get that. Uh, go heal, swearing. you idiot. No swearing. Then how's the scarcity swears? Gotta get us off TV. Can't make big money. Come on, dude. Like seriously though, I I just don't feel like that was smart. I was like, come on, dude. No. Come on. No, there were a There's billion like, other things. So like you said, there maneuvers. were a billion other bumps you could have taken. That was just not... There was a lot of lighter fluid on that table. Yo, Brandy was not... She was not sparing any oil. She was just like... <laughs> Dude, she didn't care. Like, Brandy was like, My husband's so gonna you sell listen this. here, all right? <laughs> you ain't do the dishes. You ain't mop the floors. You ain't fold these towels. The baby was I'm up with you last night. Mm. You oh, forgot our anniversary? Bet. <laughs> She was like, you, ain't okay. change, you ain't changed a goddamn diaper yet. Spraying all that lighter fluid on that table. No, she had that no was, reason. That was a really, really good match, though. Really, it was. Good match. Like one of, <laughs> life insurance money is going to be hot. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm not one that. I'm not one that always loves Fire. Cody Rhodes. Fire. I'm not one that always loves Cody Rhodes, but I was definitely enjoying what he had to offer. Mm-hmm. On Wednesday, it was it was a great presentation. They sold a, they showed a great story together, and I was I was just sucked all the way in. Absolutely. So I was looking through my Facebook memories, and like ten years ago, I had mentioned how Cody Rhodes was finally growing <laughs> on me as a performer. Yeah. And like I feel like this this is kind of like the pinnacle for him. Yeah. Like this is the best he's ever been, and yet he's still not over it's still not like over. It's, it's crazy so bad <laughs> i just feel he's playing too much of a company guy which in that essence he's kind of lost himself i feel and i'm not totally okay guys if you guys disagree with this i just i feel like he's just handling too much to these fans wanting their love for him so here's my here's my reasoning why 
I agree. But it's also because Cody's not his brother. Yep. Cody's not his dad. Nope. And he's trying so hard to measure up to be an important Rhodes because when he first came, they didn't give him the Rhodes name. Mm-hmm. He was Cody Runnels. He was Cody, yep. He was Cody Runnels. Mm-hmm. He didn't become Cody Rhodes until like months later. I don't I don't think he understands the amount of pressure he's putting on himself to live up to that name, but the fans realize it, and that's why they're rejecting him. Shout out to my like, man T Pain for the spot though. <laughs> <laughs> anything no auto needed. Anything T Pain involved in, I'm in there. <laughs> um cycling back um punk and mjf these I mean, two i'm so invested in this match book them happens. to anywhere and they they can do no wrong it's just like what oh. master class max is gonna get stabbed yeah somebody's gonna stab him <laughs> one day mm-hmm. and i might cry i might cry max is a friend but i can't say he didn't deserve it oh 100 <laughs> percent he 100 percent deserves he knows it. he knows exactly he what gets, he's doing he gets he's under great. your skin so fast it's great he's great grayson loves him my three-year-old understands the evil within him so <laughs> he well, gets actually, you, know, you don't think you should, should be worried in his hometown, hometown, right mm-hmm. long island yep yep so the dynamite round the dynamite uh battle royal does he get an ovation or Booed in his hometown. He his car and still, still trash his hometown. Oh, absolutely! What do we do? What happens? I mean, he's already been he's already been talking up his hometown weeks prior, so it would be really weird to me if he came there and started talking trash about them. After he here's was, what I think. Here's what I think is going to happen. He's going to come out to a hero's welcome. It'll be down to him and somebody else for the dynamite dynamite diamond. Punk's going to come in and just dump him out to say. <laughs> F you and d- d- I, I hope that's not and the result. The crowd, and then the crowd is completely just going to go haywire. No, they don't. No, they don't. It doesn't matter where MJF is. MJF is going to talk about how good Long Island is, right? Only to then turn around and go that he's so glad he's, he's out him. of that shithole. Yep. <laughs> That's how the crowd ends up hating him. And then you could do the whole punk, you know, hoorah gimmick, yeah. you know, but like a or I know no, I'm from no, Long Island, but no. I'm better than you now. So I don't care about you people. That's that's what's going to happen. That's, that's what, what I think. I'll like like try, try to build, build up that, that like, hand to them, them for a minute. Yeah. And, and then, then you're just going to quickly go right into just obliterating them. I'm here for that. Here for that, I'm 100 percent here for that. <laughs> and then now, so since can we talk about? I think we got match? we got what we got with that. Nah, we got to talk Moving. about the death triangle match. Or was yep. that on? Was that That's Friday? Rampage. Oh, yeah, rampage. I mean, if you want to talk about it now, we can get it out the way. I mean, I just really am invested in anything death triangle. I feel like the combination of the Lucha Bros and Pack. I wasn't expecting it, but I love everything that they do. It's great. It's perfect. And anytime so, they get in the ring, it makes sense. The, my two biggest takeaways from, obviously, with from Rampage this past week, uh, was the main event FTR taking on Penta and Pack, where we saw Malachi Black get involved, spraying the poison mist and the other the good eye, mm-hmm. 
of uh of pack. Even though, <laughs> out even here though, now like a blind bandit. Even though, even though, when he when he sprayed the black mist in his eye the first time, it was the left eye. Even though he's covering his right eye, he was on the left side. I was about to say, I was continuity. He was totally on In the left side. <laughs> Long term storytelling. <laughs> nah, who does that nowadays? Come on. I was like, who needs continuity? I was like, he's totally on the left side, but I'm here for it. So we are. I think we'll eventually end up getting a match between Pack and Malachi Black. Oh, for sure. Which is gonna awesome. Be, that's gonna be a fun one. Awesome. That's gonna be a great match. Take my money um, now. Exactly. Yep. Um, and also as well, what we saw from Rampage as well. Um, Sammy Guevara defending the TNT title against uh, good Tony Nice. Another good match. So, I'm really so happy. To, I'm really happy to see Tony Nice somewhere. Exactly. Yep. Um, now, for me, I f- I just wasn't invested in it. It was just me, though. I can understand that. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Uh, could, we are going to have to take another uh, commercial break in about twenty seconds. Yep. So while we do that real quick, we're going to say hello to our good friends over at Player One Coffee, and then we'll be right back to finish up the discussion, guys. So, hey, hang out. We'll be right back. The new s'mores-flavored coffee from Player One Coffee is here, and it tastes incredible. With smoky marshmallow notes, graham cracker, and chocolate, you've got to try this. Try our new s'mores coffee today at PlayerOneCoffee.com. And we back. Yes, so we were talking about the Sammy Guevara, uh, Tony Nese match for the TNT title. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just got done talking about saying that um, I wasn't invested in the match. Just something per- for me. I don't know why. It just felt like a, it. Just felt like it was there for me. I, no, no story to invest in. Nothing building up to it. Nothing important. No stakes. Well, no. Like, like they, they invested. Title. I mean, like I they were it. they invested like because you know. Introducing Tony Nese, saying I should, I'll get a shot at that TNT title. I'll be the one to take it off you. Blah blah blah. You know, attack Sammy Guevara the injured ribs, obviously from the the mini so the Minnesota street fight that they had month prior. I, and I, uh, I like it as a gateway to give um, somebody like Tony Nese another opportunity to get into the limelight. I think it's a good introduction. Or people who may not be familiar or forgot about the wrestlers that go for the TNT title, that gives them a, a shot to like if they have a really really good match to thrust themselves in a little bit of limelight, at least in the mid card degree. But I feel like Tony Nice, um, he kind of needed something like that if he was going to come into the as relatively exactly. a, a, a relative unknown, like coming in, a right. lot of people probably don't know who Tony Nese is. So I felt like he needed something that people were going to care about immediately in order to get behind him. And I felt like that's kind of what that match did for him at least. And his last run in WWE, obviously it was not good. They, he did not, yeah, they, kind of, they didn't portray him very well. They kind of tarnished him a little. So exactly. Hey man, he's got like exactly. 24 abs. What are you talking about? <laughs> Right. <laughs> I, I thought I saw 25, but you know, I could have been tripping. <laughs> no, it's it, it's easily to to miss book a guy that looks like Tony Nice, especially because of how he looks. And I felt Aww. like he needed to have a good match against a top tier athlete like Sammy Guevara in order for anybody to even like remote. He looked good him. in that match too. I agree. I okay. agree. While while we're talking about Sammy, uh I gotta say 
I'm very excited for the uh, the Instagram pictures that went up over the weekend uh, with him and Swerve. I'm, I'm oh, looking forward to that. Man. Please. The Spanish Swerve, God versus the international king of Swerve. And Swerve posted a picture of him versus Darby at Defy. Yep. So... Uh, and he also posted another picture. I don't know if anybody's seen it on Twitter yet. Please, please help. Of him and Sammy. He's saying, I need to uh, collect that debt from years ago. And I'm like, please. Oh, so, please. so are we thinking like February, March would be his three month? I don't care when it is. Please. But AEW is going to be Swerve's happen. house. AEW right. is about to be Swerve's it's house. And I'm ready for now, it. Now, okay. Do they, do, they, do they get his theme back of uh, Shaka Khan? Hopefully. Tony Khan could or, do it. Tony, Tony Khan, Khan could I, do it. I think you could do it. That's, That's what I'm saying. Or, or you bring his heel theme from MLW that he did with Montezzi. No, nah, that's not going to hit. Uh, that's I not going to hit. I mean, Montezzi does own the rights. That's he not going to hit so, like Shaka I mean, Khan, though. You could get him set that up at the start and then cycle in. Nah, man, let's get that Shaka Khan right out the gate. Shaka Khan. <laughs> I'm here for it. I I'm need Shaka right away. No, because see, I, re- I I have a vivid memory of Swerve, and it was when I went to a house show here for WWE, and he and uh, who did he fight? Who did he fight? Leo Rush, actually. It was Swerve and Leo Rush had a dark match. Can never go wrong with that. And it was one of the that, best dark matches. Was that SmackDown Buffalo 2020? Yes. yes. I was there. That was one how of the not- best. How do we not see each other? That was one of the, me, and, me and Eric were there. Dude, that was one of it was the, the it was the last it was the last show that the WWE ran before COVID shut things down. That was the one of the best dark matches I've ever seen in my life. Like Yeah, cuz they were they were the pre-show dark and then the uh post-show dark had the fiend. Yes. Yep. No one thought the fiend was going to be there and he just randomly popped up at the end of the show. I was like, "Yes." But yeah, that swerve match versus Versus Leo Rush, that was like one of the best dark matches I've ever seen. And, I, and every time I think of Swerve Scott, I remember that. So I'm like, nah, man, nah. Let, let's yeah. Swerve Which get means some. We, we could get, get him in AW against Leo, Leo. Looking for another person to join him. Oh, man, oh, had that O face again. Oh, let it happen, <laughs> he bring, please. He brings it all of all uh, hero. Please let it happen. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Take every dollar. Leo Rush bringing in Hit Row. Let's go. Take all the my AW. bitcoins. Let's do it. All for it. All right. Oh, segue from that. Now, uh, Impact this week was actually really interesting for me. Um, who caught Impact with me this week? I caught Impact. <laughs> Tony, oh, Tommy Tommy just <laughs> See, I have an advantage. I'm a stay-at-home dad, so, you know, like, I have time to catch up. You guys are, oh, are I, constantly I need more adulting. recaps. So I'll, I'll I'll bring you up to speed. So this probably might just be more see me and see ham here. Mm-hmm. That's um, we'll uh, probably get some opinions from you guys. Um, so we saw the inspiration mm-hmm. uh, took on decay, retaining the uh, the impact, impact uh, knockout title. Knockout title. Yep. Which I'm I'm so happy that I love them. They're they're on prime time. T- well, not prime time, but mainstream TV again. Yeah, they yeah. need they deserve to they, be. They're they're so good together and it's like you had something going in WWE but then you want to just splitting them up was the worst thing that they did. Like that was that was the beginning was of the end. Yeah, no wonder they can't get over by themselves. You built them together as a tag team from the gate. Since NXT from the gate. 
They were like, you're only going to see these two together. And then like, oh, yeah, by the way, split. Well, Peyton Royce was really good in the ring by herself. At least oh, for I sure. So. Mm-hmm. For sure. They're, oh, they're both really good. Her and Jessica are both really good. But like, you, you built them for so long and so hard as a package. Absolutely. Yeah. I get it. They're an entity. Like, so, and then we've... Saw so the debut of Jonah, a former Bronson Reed. Yeah, he squashed a uh, ham and egger, usual. Uh, and you know he's signing. He's, he's there, there to create an impact, which his impact was Ooh. when he took out when he took out Josh Alexander. So we, I see that's going to be the probably the first potential match for Jonah, which I'm I'm all for it. The Walking Weapon versus Jonah, I'm I'm here for it. Yeah. Any- so here's I have a I have an impact related question. Go ahead. Did Josh uh, did Josh Alexander ever get another shot at the impact title? No. After he lost it. Nope. No. Okay. All I needed to know, and that's why I have no interest in impact. Exactly. Thank you. We'll, 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 we'll tie to the t- that title in just a second. Um. Um. They also made a big announcement: the first ever women's Ultimate X match. I think that's going to be very fun. Okay. Who's in it? Uh, so far, I think it's Rachel Ellering and Jordan Grace. So far, yeah, that's the only two. Okay, is that's it for uh, is it for the digital title? No, it's gonna be a fear future knockout title match. Okay, which I wouldn't mind seeing them throw the digital media championship in there as well. Like you have a choice; you can take the championship match or the belt, either or. I can see that. I can see that, but I don't know if I'd be interested if that's the case. Just make it a definitive victory. Yeah, because yeah. at, that, at that point, like it, that, that just makes it sound like King of the Mountain, which we know was an absolute cluster beep. So, like, it's just it doesn't it doesn't work for me. <laughs> so yeah, obviously, you, so obviously you grab the X and the King of the Mountain match. Grab the X, you get the belt and a future knockout title shot because the digital media title is intergender. So yeah, true. <laughs> Um, we saw the continuation story of Steve Macklin, the former Steve Cutler of WWE with the Forgotten Sons, mm-hmm. now going after Trey after at their triple threat match at Turning Point. Trey pinned Laredo Kid and Macklin at the same time. Macklin kicked out. Laredo Kid did not. So it continues the ongoing story for them. I love everything they're doing with Spider Trey. <laughs> they're not this is my thing when you have somebody who's white hot like that you can you can mess the timing up and i think they're doing the timing really well with him and they're not giving too much too quickly like they're giving us small road bumps and then giving us a payoff small road bump payoff and i think they need to keep going in that trajectory with him or it's not going to be successful Sam, i think i think trey when do you think is the payoff for uh, for Trey? It's hard to say. What would you say? It's it's hard to say because I enjoy what he's doing so much with the X Division itself and like helping elevate other talent that I don't feel like he needs to rush and go after the title too quickly. He can take some time and still generate a lot of momentum without physically going after the belt, in my opinion. So give him give him like a give him another six to eight months, just still you know showing his worth and showing how important he is to that division into that company, and then like having a really really large payoff at the end. 
but now I guess that ties into like how Tommy was saying when they asked, yeah, Alexander get that rematch. Yeah. Do you, do you just completely forget about that? Because again, I agree with Tommy. If you just completely there has to be some retribution for Josh Alexander for sure. Has to be. Even if it even if it culminates in some sort of Trey Miguel walking weapon kind of feud to say who's the definitive you know one in that division i mean i would be here for that as well uh, i like, I like that. that yeah because if with either of them in the ring I'm, i mean i'm gonna be entertained because of the the stories that they tell and the show that they put on but i think impact can squander it if they do what they do a lot and try to thrust try to push too much before it's time mm-hmm. and then my thing is this with Trey getting the X Division Championship back at Bound for Glory, yeah, and now having that run that he needs to have with the title belt, if he does eventually drop it to Macklin, or if they decide to let him keep it and exercise, you know, option C to go after Moose, you know, this could be an option that you know they could run with it mm-hmm. for an even bigger payoff for Trey himself. Speaking of Moose, like, how about his promo on Cardona? I mean, I was not the only one that was going to bring this up. I, so I didn't catch that. Can someone can someone summarize that? Because I heard I got you. I got you. I got you. Moose said to Cardona, and I quote: "Do you really want this match against me? Because this match is going to last about as long as your Intercontinental Championship reign. Four hours, the twenty-four hour match." <laughs> Not, <laughs> I don't think he meant it like that, but I think he meant short. And then twenty four hours oh, is still pretty long. I, I don't, I, again, I, I could be wrong. But did anyone capture any audio of that promo I that we can hear? Okay, so we can't run it back. Okay, that's fine. I I should have thought about that before we came on the air tonight, but uh, that, I, it was, it was just was. it was just a good change of pace for me. Like I, it's not that Moose yeah. doesn't talk a lot, but like not like that. Like I don't, I'm not yeah. used to hearing Moose talk as poignant as he was when he was targeting Cardona, and I was just like, "Okay, Moose, okay." If he you want me Moose, to invest, Moose is absolutely the best he's been. Yeah, if you want me but, to get invested, like you have to, you you have to bring it out of me. Like, and I felt like he did a really good job of that. Like, I'm not again, I, I'm not one that's like huge on Moose, but. He had me paying attention. That's for sure. I was just like locked in when he was talking. I was like, okay, damn. Because this is definitely be the best moose, uh, the best moose that's going right now in Impact Wrestling. Yeah, after and the fact that he, after his promo, uh, after his project, I mean, his uh situation with EC3, it was just like to the moon with you. Yeah, hundred percent. And so then, speaking speaking of Cardona, uh, not to uh, not to cut in, mm-hmm. uh, but since we are on the topic of Matt Cardona, seeing what he did. Uh, at NWA, yeah, taking out mm-hmm. Trevor Murdoch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That grin, oh, that grin. Not, uh, I'm not saying that there's a possible uh, Impact World Champion versus uh, NWA World Champion match on the horizon. Take but, my money uh, right now. I love what Card- I love what Cardona is doing. The tour, <laughs> because here's the, the thing. He's on here's the thing. Great. They do that. It goes back all the way full circle. Yeah. Because in case you guys don't know, those listening, uh, the world championship for Impact Wrestling back in the TNA days before they had the TNA world title was the NWA World's Heavyweight sure Championship. Was. 10 pounds of gold, baby. Uh, which, by the way, uh, Jeff Jarrett 
uh, has the record for most NWA world titles. Uh, just in case anybody wanted to know that. There is your wrestling fact of the day. Uh, do with that what you will. <laughs> and, and, and real quick, you mentioned Jeff Jarrett, and I could begin on a uh, topic here, but isn't there like noise that he's trying to revive something? Or I hope not. Am I just like reading too much into that? Let global, global force, force die. die. It was never good. <laughs> you're like oh, you're right, reading. Right. You're, you're Rip reading global force. Okay. Rip global force, and their titles because they were ugly. They were super ugly. Yeah. I like the next gen title. The next gen that title was, was different. That was good. That was good. Yeah. But <laughs> ugly, and it will forever be tainted by the fact that uh, Alberto El Patron held it. Oh, trash trash human being Birdo. agreed trash human being get out of here Birdo. all right so now let's get into smackdown to close out the show so we opened the show with brock brock is back brock babyface is. brock's cutting his promo yeah man. out comes Sami Zayn to interrupt brock and then we get Sammy probably Zane, the funniest segment with brock and Sami Zayn where Brock ends up goading Sammy into getting his match with Roman on SmackDown at the main event. Sammy trying all night to get out of it with Sonya Deville. Adam Pearce keeping his tail tucked between his legs and staying anywhere away from Brock. Guys, babyface Brock is the greatest thing. Yeah, baby. Right behind Roman Reigns. Amazing. Babyface Brock is hilarious. Babyface Brock is my absolute favorite. I don't care what anybody says. He's the best. That's why I don't want him to yes. go over because I want more of this to continue. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> like I fear that if he goes over, he's going to go back to more of old Brock. I just need to see more funny Brock. Funny Brock is great. Man bun Brock. I'm here for that. Man well, bun I don't Brock. Know if he'll go over really because isn't, isn't it that Roman Reigns has never beaten Brock? Am I correct about that? No, no, Roman's beaten Brock. Roman has beaten Brock at least twice. Okay. Okay. Once at WrestleMania. Once at WrestleMania. And if I remember correctly, also at Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel. Yeah. Now you see what I'm saying. Because that's not the one Seth. 33. No, that's 33. He beat him. That was Taker. Taker and Roman. 34? Yo, can we find out? Which one is that? Nope, that was Brock and uh, Roman. Brock beat Roman, walked through the grill, and threw the belt at Vince, and Vince said, hey, you son of a bitch! Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. Let's see. Not- Brock versus Roman record. Uh, this is posted October 23rd, 2021. Uh, so Seth Rollins won that. Yep. That was when he cashed in. Uh... Roman won a number one contendership match uh, where he pinned Ambrose in a triple threat match. Oh, I do remember that. Fast lanes, but it wasn't uh, meaning Brock, so it don't count. Brock retained in a fatal four-way at SummerSlam 2017. Uh, with uh, Roman and Joe. Yep. Uh, Brock beat Roman at WrestleMania 34. Yep. Uh, at the Greatest Royal Rumble, Brock beat uh, Roman. Yep, the cage match. Uh, SummerSlam 2018, 
Roman, Roman beat, beat Brock. Yep. So that's oh, one. Okay. One. That's okay. one. Uh, Crown Jewel 2021. Roman beat Brock. Terrible so that's show. two. That's two. So I said I said at least twice. Yeah. Okay. All right. That, now you now do you see why I go back to saying like who who is there left for Roman? Who's left? He's beaten everyone. Obviously not Sami Zayn after he got Sammy this past Friday He's night. He's beaten everyone <laughs> Thanks, that Brock. people would have interest in. No one is come on. All right, nothing not taking anything away from Sami Zayn because I love Sami Zayn. But no one is interested in Sammy versus Roman, and no one thinks Sammy's going over over Roman. Is there anyone on the shelf that I'm not aware of? Oh, Joe, but he's in NXT. Yeah, Joe. Okay. The only person I need to see NXT until he gets future endeavor, as far as that hasn't happened yet. Look, man, we need to start following the missing persons report. Last name first name Samoa Joe. Uh, last seen wearing NXT title belt. Last action was told to forcefully surrender it via video and never seen from again. So, so really, it is Drew McIntyre then. There's really no that's one. It. That's the only other all, option. Right? That's the only other option. Drew, you, you, you keep forgetting about my boy, Xavier Woods. It's going to be him. I'm all for Xavier Woods. But, but is WWE really, really going to do that? that? No, Listen, absolutely can, not. No, they're not. But like, let me no have big, no I non would, big. No, he's man. the only one that needs no to win a world attend, title. I would mark out. I would mark out for that. that. He's the only one that I'm needs here. to win a world title. Just let it happen. At least Just one big happen. sweaty It'll man happen. has It'll to be holding the belt at a time. <laughs> I'm here, and, and he, he, he. Listen, I firmly believe that Xavier. Okay, someone can record me on this, and and. I believe you're recording already. It's a whole podcast. And if everyone has my words, Xavier Woods will have a better, I believe, title defense reign than Kobe Kingston. No. No. And here's why. You're in your own eye. Here's why. Number one, Kofi Kingston's a better wrestler. So anybody he fights is better. Yes, Kofi Kingston's a way better wrestler than Xavier Woods. So oh. yes, absolutely, no. absolutely, absolutely, no. absolutely, really absolutely, pretty good technically. Absolutely, he's better than Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods may be more of a physical athlete and can do more cool, jumpy, high fly, jump further I things. I don't, but, I don't want to interrupt you, Christian. But are we talking better wrestler in the WWE aspect or like as a whole? Well, he's at he's at WWE, so that's the only aspect that matters. God damn it. All right. He's not on. We're we're not talking about Xavier Woods and AEW. We're talking about WWE's presentation of Xavier Woods. Okay. Okay. Carry on. So, I mean, he. Carry on. The way they present the two individuals, Kofi's up here and Xavier's still down here. You've seen the way they just beat him down. You've seen the way they just beat him down after he became King King Woods. You've seen how Roman and them beat him down after he became King Woods. That lets you know how much they care about King Woods. So you're gonna believe he's gonna beat Roman after he just got beat down by him and his gang? No yep, one's it's gonna the baby buy face that. chase. It's no the baby face chase. I'm all in on King Woods. No Let's go. King no Woods gonna champ 2022. <laughs> no one's gonna buy that. <laughs> That's not putting no asses in the seats, I promise you. <laughs> Let me have hope. I, I I agree with you I'm, because I'm with I you, love Tommy. I love anything new day, but I'm realistic. I'm a realistic WWE fan, and I know how they do people. 
That's, I'm usually the realist, so like, let me have this little bit of hope. <laughs> that's the way. I mean, well, the dude's what? He's, he's the host of G4. G4. That's fine. Uh, that's what else is he doing right now? I mean, he's 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 really out there. WWE not the YouTube yeah, channel, but WWE none of wow. that none of yeah. that is on the hips of WWE. None of those positions were he put in because of WWE. He chose those for himself. Up, Up, Down, Down is his own production. That's why he goes by his own name. His connection with G4 TV, again, his own name, has nothing to do with WWE. The way WWE markets him, they don't care. That's why they just squashed him as soon as he became King Woods. Like, Xavier Woods as an entity outside of WWE is way more powerful than Xavier Woods in WWE. It's just it's just the facts. Everything that, everything that we love about... Yeah, it's it's fan. It was fan service because they know how popular he was. Like when it was just like Zack Ryder, E True Hollywood, Z True Hollywood story. He got over so much that WWE had no choice but to acknowledge it. Daniel Bryan causing the yes move and having everybody getting into the ring and chanting yes and making him into the WWE heavyweight title match when he shouldn't have been. That's another situation of like the fans truly commandeering and taking over and getting the so result be, of fan service. So, so because same w, thing so with because WWE didn't manufacture Xavier Woods' popularity. No, they, WWE had nothing that, to do why. with Xavier Woods' popularity. It was all on his okay, I, I see what you're saying. saying. And like the same thing goes for Kofi to an extent, except Kofi was always popular in the WWE, and that's something that they did yeah. manufacture with the positions he was WWE put did. in. Yes, right. so like they Kofi finally, Mania was in a way a little bit organic and a little bit, you know, that little WWE mass production juice. Yeah, it was like it was like this dude's been popular for so long. Let's finally take Ali. advantage of it. So it was mm-hmm. like all it took was Ali getting hurt. <laughs> True. We don't All think, it took was Ali getting hurt. We don't talk. Or one out from my boy Mustafa Ali. <laughs> I'm pouring out my dear Damn, dear. I milk. need him back. I'm pouring out my back. dear milk. <laughs> oh, you gonna hit your mic? Oh, <laughs> uh, this is this is you know this is a uh, sure beta 58. These last for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I love yeah. it. I love everything that they're doing right now for King Woods, but they're not gonna push him. He's not gonna go. He's not gonna go to the moon. I know as much as I, I would love him to because he's an amazing human being, but Vince McMahon loves big sweaty men and Xavier Woods be not sweaty nor big enough. Big sweaty, sweaty men slapping meat. It's not enough man slapping meat for Xavier Woods, and I hate to say it, it's just it is what it is. So he's going to pretty much be a solid like I wouldn't say number two, but he's going to be a like solid mid tier guy forever in the, in the hierarchy. Yeah, he's going to be a solid mid-tier guy forever. He's never going to be thrust in the eyes of WWE past an Intercontinental Championship. It's not bad, though, really, when you look it's at not. it. I mean, solid mid-carders can make a good living. A lot of people have made a substantial earning in the mid-card zone. Look at your boy mm-hmm. Dolph Ziggler. Look at Dolph Ziggler. That boy, <laughs> just he lives in the mid. <laughs> he does, <laughs> but he's also a former world champion. Exactly. Two that's times. what I'm saying. Two that's times. He's a like, two-time world champ. That's right. That, that's right. As yeah. soon as the opportunity that's... presents itself, he's like, boom, here we go. I can do this. But wait, as soon as you need that mid-tier so strength, Ziggler I'm there. So champion twice, right? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, so they, they don't, don't acknowledge Xavier Woods at least get once? I mean. Different era. Different era. It was a different time in wrestling. And back then, WWE didn't really have anyone, to be honest with you. Like, that was a that was a period where it was really talentless. Yeah, that was when you put the belt on somebody, and if you don't put the belt on somebody, you give the belt to the Undertaker. That was that era of wrestling. Yep. <laughs> you go on one-on-one with the Undertaker. <laughs> I'll, I'll, 
<laughs> holla, holla. Man, this stream's about to break out into a tag team match, player. <laughs> but, gentlemen, with that being said, I think we another good night, man. I'm, I'm dying over excited. here, bro. We got TakeOver going to be happening in less than a half hour. Gentlemen, oh. let's go over to card one last time. Quick, yeah, let's get some predictions. Yeah, the whole point oh, while yeah. we're here, let's get the predictions in. with a tear uh, in my eye, with a tear in his eye. <laughs> let's start it off. The cruiserweight title match: Roderick Strong representing Diamond Mine against Joe Gacy. Who's going over? Yo, put Joe Gacy over for me, please. <laughs> Joe Gacy, yep. Gacy for me. Joe Gacy over, Everybody please. Gacy, Gacy here. No, nope. Roderick Strong interference by Diamond Mine. Okay. 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 Makes sense. Uh, the women's war games match team Raquel versus team toxic attraction and Dakota Kai. Come on, man. Toxic attraction's got to go over. Got to yep, go I have, over. I have team Kai over. Got to go over. Tra- yep. Dakota Kai. Team Kai. <laughs> team Kai. Uh, we have the NXT tag titles. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner versus Imperium. Come on. An Imperium beat down. Imperium. In an agreement. Full, full sweep. sweep. Yeah. Imperium. Big sweep. Hair versus hair match. Cameron Grimes versus what the fuck's the guy name again? See, my, my point Duke exactly. Hudson. Who cares? Okay. <laughs> but I am going to say Duke Hudson over. Duke Hudson over? Duke Hudson over. Duke Hudson over. Because, because this is Vince McMahon's NXT. There we go. There we go. There it is. Well, we'll see it happen tonight. Exactly. We'll see what happens. And then in our main event, Team Black and Gold. NXT, the originals taking on Team 2.0. Who's going over? Only because Ciampa is the champion, I'm going to say Team Black and Gold. If Ciampa wasn't the champion, it'd be NXT, it'd be uh, 2.0 all the way. 2.0 is going over via Braun Breaker. I I absolutely agree. Braun Breaker pins Ciampa. That that is how yep. I would have that finish set. Yep. That is how I two point trick and mellow. Interference from interference from Trick Williams. Interference. Well, no, unless he gets at the at the end, yeah. Or if he climbs in, yeah. Trick Williams can do something like that. Yeah. To be fair. To be fair. If he ain't a part of the match, the match don't officially begin until everybody's in, right? This is true. Valid. Valid point. And another thing that I now have going through my brain mm-hmm. is if Gacy loses, who's to say him and Harlan don't run roughshod Ooh. on Team Black and Gold? Yes. Yeah. I didn't even think about that dynamic. Ooh, we got boys. We'll mm. be finding out here just shortly as well. I, I would so, be here for that. Absolutely. Let's go, let's go ahead and do it. Tommy, let the people know where they can find you. Uh, you guys can find me down on Twitter at that little... Uh, at below at at pokey tommy mon uh and i stream monday through friday here on twitch at twitch.tv forward slash jump boost gaming uh come and catch me watching uh come and catch me come and catch me playing uh some pokemon games uh those are my typical games that i'm playing uh right now i'm going through pokemon uh shining pearl so yeah yeah it's a fun time see ham let us know where the people can find you pushstarmedianetwork.com pushstarmedianetwork.com you guessed it pushstarmedianetwork.com but you can also find me at c ham mad good on all social media and you can also find my merch at champions must die say it again for the people one more time champions must die.com 
Awesome. Die, D-Y-E. Yes. D-Y-E, yes. Don't actually D-Y-E. die. Don't unalive. Just D-Y-E. <laughs> Which also as well, for those who are listening, you use promo code CHAMMADGOOD. Gets you 10% through the month of December. Absolutely. Or and you then, can use code Pokey Tommy at any point in time. Never expires. <laughs> never expires promo code. <laughs> and then your boy Stan Bino, before you go back to sailing the seven seas, where can the people find you? Find me on Twitter uh, at AO Stambino. And I'm uh, also getting some other socials uh, together. So uh, right now, Twitter. All right. Yeah. And guys, you can find me on all social medias at shutupdanny underscore TTV. That is shutupdanny underscore TTV. I'll be streaming here more often coming in than a new year. Just wanting to get this project up and running with the marksman, my fellow boys. And I love to have you guys here as well. We chucked the four up here. Guys, we'll see you guys again next week for episode three. Take a writer.